Hello there. You are listening to the Backstage Podcast. My name is DT, your philosopher on the cloud. And for the next few minutes, I'm going to try to ignite some piece of wisdom in you. And I'm going to do this with philosophy. The man stood before a jury made up of not just 12 people, but 500. He had been accused of disrespecting the gods of his people and of misguiding the youth of his city. The city is Athens, the city of wisdom, named after Athena herself, the Greek goddess of wisdom, war, and the crafts. If acquitted, the man would be allowed to go on teaching and engaging people with his beloved philosophy. If convicted, he would be imprisoned and will soon after be forced to drink poison to kill himself. The year was 399 BC. The man, Socrates of Athens. Socrates died from drinking a cup of poisonous hemlock. In his trial, he gave the world a short yet powerful dictum that would echo through centuries, even to our times. He said, the unexamined life is not worth living. The unexamined life, in practical terms, refers to what many people fail to do in their daily living. The fact is, a lot of people do not have the habit of reflecting back on their day or on a significant experience they've just gone through, a memory that they suddenly remembered, or a thought that just appeared in their minds. The activity of reflection is something unnecessary and unwelcomed for many. They would rather spend their days shifting almost mindlessly from all-out activity to the passive condition of sleeping. Thinking about their own actions or experiences has no part in their day. This is unfortunate because the habit of reflecting, very much like the practice of daily meditation, has the power to give us direction in the way we should live our lives and act in our relationships with others. It also has this uncanny ability to move us into action, especially at times when we feel drained of creativity, inspiration, or the needed motivation to make us do the good things that we've always wanted to do. Even though it can't be explained, reflection seems to have this direct relationship with both the sense of freedom at work in our minds and the will that is necessary to create changes in our lives. Daily or habitual reflection can really make a difference in our lives. It allows us to take a step back from what has become mechanical in our ways of living. Reflection gives us the time we need to take a break from everything and to enter the solitary room of our hearts that we alone can occupy. And there, to be healed by silence, to be nurtured by stillness, 
Reflection is a door that leads to the soul. How is it then that the art of reflecting is not part of the lives of quite possibly billions of people the way checking out a social media post is or just like the daily viewing of online videos? Why is reflecting not as commonplace as, say, dining out or loitering about in the mall? It's not a typical human activity, especially in our times. Reflecting is not even as common as reading or playing a musical instrument or getting a massage, even though all of them can give enjoyable and pleasant experiences. How do I know this, you might ask? What makes me say that reflecting is not part of so many people's lives? My basis for this is not data or evidence, but an argument based on a common social observation. I argue that if reflecting were more common to people, then places like retreat centers or well-being institutes would be filled with clients, especially on a weekend or a holiday. If people have the habit of reflecting, then churches would not be empty, even on a busy weekday. Parks would have a lot of people seated or lying by themselves, still and steady, and simply enjoying the solitude and silence. You and I know that this is not the case, not in any city or metropolis anywhere in the world. The fact is, the people of our times have very little need for reflection. The art and habit of reflecting is a strange activity for many. What is to reflect? What activity is it and how is it done? Well, to reflect is to look back at an experience you've had, to embrace it, and then to ask it, what do you have to tell me? Reflection is a mental activity that happens the moment you ask yourself why a certain event or incident in your life happened to you. And what you really want to find out about its occurrence is not so much its causes and effects, but the very meaning it has for you. Reflection is deeply personal because it is about you as a person. This is why performing the same mental activity when applied on things external to you, such as current events, the life of another person, or a line of text from sacred scripture, is not really reflecting, but analyzing or interpreting. It becomes reflection only when you ask yourself what this external thing or event means to you. To reflect is to remember some specific experience you've had in your day or your past and to allow that memory to speak to you. It is to live in the past moment once again, yes, and to dwell on it, but not for the purpose of replaying past emotions or sentiments, not so that you could judge the quality of that experience and to enjoy it again, if it happens to be a good one, or to torture yourself unnecessarily if it happens to be a bad one. When you reflect, your only intention is to find the peace of wisdom that lies hidden in a past experience. The goal is to understand both the meaning of that experience, of what it's doing in your life, 
and what it reveals about the truth of yourself. Reflection is an inward gaze you give to no one else but you. It is an activity that allows you to see with a panoramic view the inner landscape which is really the subjective reality that makes up who you are, not as a biological, material being, but as a spiritual, physically transcendent being. To reflect is to deliberately search for more knowledge of oneself. It is called reflection because just like a mirror or a clear, still pool of water, the activity can show you your true self. There are many ways of reflecting, some more creative than others, but all tend to be simple and can be done with very little preparation and no props at all. Reflection can be done at any time and practically anywhere, so long as you can be quiet and still wherever you might be, and you are mentally alert enough to direct yourself to start reflecting. What I'd like to share with you now is a method for reflection that you can easily do on a daily basis. I call it the focused recall. When you reflect, first be alone, still, relaxed, and silent. Spend a minute or two really appreciating the fact that you have been given the gift, the opportunity to go slow and steady in this moment right here, right now. When you feel that your mind is clear and your present emotion is neutral, begin the reflection. Remember one moment or event from your day. Recall it. Let it live once again in your thoughts. See it. Hear it. Feel it happening once again within the confines of your mind. Be absolutely conscious of this moment or event as though you were experiencing it for the first time. Dwell on it and let it dwell in you. When the recall starts to affect you emotionally, let the feelings come in. They too want to speak to you and have a secret to share with you. Laugh if you want or cry. This is all part of remembering and you are not a machine who is expected to stay unmoved by the remembering of data. What you are tapping into when you remember something in the past is the deepest corners of consciousness. It is a wonder, really, that you are able to recall this one specific moment or event, even though there are countless other moments and events that have happened to you, but you will never remember. Why are you remembering this thing, and why right now? When this question emerges in your mind, you have begun reflecting. From here on until you end the reflection at any time you want to, there is nothing else to be done except to let the question grow and take a greater and greater place in your mind. 
Why did this moment or event happen to me? What does it all mean? You alone will ever know the answer to this question. When an answer does present itself, be glad, be happy for yourself because wisdom itself has spoken to you. Through reflection, you have found your way to the garden of wisdom and wisdom has welcomed you. How fortunate you are, how blessed. I wish you a good and meaningful reflection whenever you do it, and I wish you a million reflections in the years ahead. I'll talk to you again in the next episode. Bye for now.